play podcast your first only bestest hope for talk about <laughs> Japan it's almost the intro games. to Babylon 5 and Japanese games <laughs> don't even ever say that ever again uh, I am your host uh, Mark Gamages McDonald with me a man who's watched a lot of Babylon 5 in his day uh, he probably follows you on Instagram uh, a man who knows how to pr- pronounce Lefthrazer. Lefthrazer, I think. Maybe kind of knows how to pronounce it. Uh, JJ, Justin JJ Epperson. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. We're going to talk about your Lefthrazer. My Lefthrazer. We just need to come up with a simpler name for that. The Lefthrazer? Lef- 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 Lefthrazer? I, I have Odin no Sphere. idea what you guys are talking Odin about. Sphere. Ah. Odin Sphere PS4 is a good that's, name. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Odin Sphere HD remake. Yeah. Um, Again. Um, and right. uh, across from him, back from a very long time away, yep. uh, journey to the new world. That's right. A uh, man who always bets on black, Pokemon <laughs> black, that yes. is. Uh, Roy Blakely. Yep. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. How I'm... was your time away from... It was great. I yeah. did a lot of like hardcore relaxing and eating and drinking. You're supposed to be sad and happy to be well, back I mean, on the podcast, you know, Roy. You know, both Let's try that again. <laughs> How was your time away uh, from us and the podcast? I was awful. And our it loving listeners, awful. Roy. It was terrible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wish that we could do this every day. What did What did you do on your trip besides a lot of relaxing and sitting around? Uh, I saw a lot. Well, that, that's really it. Just saw movies, played <coughs> oh. games, saw my friends, family. Do you want to chime in on Star Wars since we uh, people might have missed I... our spoiler-filled spoiler cast last week where we spent five minutes saying spoilers are coming up yeah attention prepare for spoilers warning spoilers and still still got people like (laughs) what the hell i didn't even see it coming yeah i I saw one guy uh, thank you thank you mark because john was messaging me he's like oh i feel like you know it's kind of and i was like come the fuck on we gave so much warning i under one guy give over over a minute i we somebody should go back in time i understand though because like uh, like i listen to podcast i don't really listen to podcasts that much but when i do a lot of times i do what people were saying which is like i just leave it on in the background and don't pay attention and then it comes out so like it's your fault well yeah but to be fair (laughs) we could have beeped out the one because the people were just pissed about the one line which i think was why would you beep it out it's gonna be spoilers it's gonna be spoilers he just jumped right in without any chance i feel for the the thing is we what do you mean jumped right in we we gave over a minute of spoiler warnings right right which is way more than you get from most podcasts plus we put a time stamp (laughs) yes where you can clearly skip it because i put and i put i put asterisks around the some some lessons were learned if you're a subscriber you're likely to never even see the timestamp. so we should have put it in the description i think we should have just said star wars spoilers or something we didn't we kind of but that it. said, I'm not. I'm not taking the blame for this. I think we did our due. Our I due agree. Day. We we did. just learned for the next time. We do I feel a little bad. Better. You know, I I feel bad for anybody being spoiled. Lord knows, I am very strict about spoilers. But at the same time, it's like, man, I'm sorry. Like I put the, the child safety thing on the lighter. <laughs> we put it in a safe or whatever. Your kid managed to get to it in a freak accident and yeah. his head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible. At the same time. Am I going to do it again? Probably. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to give a minute worth of spoiler warnings? Probably not even that much. We will always give spoiler warnings. We always will go out of our way. Yeah. You guys are like non-spoiler spoil. Nazis. Yes. yes. I think I am super strict. I think me... Well, not, it wasn't me. Somebody once got... Uh, famously got upset because 
someone said that Ganon was the final boss in. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> someone said something. It's like no, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. That would upset and it's me. Like, whatever. I, if I, I actually really? was like, I actually was like, yeah, I, I would be upset knowing that in a new in a new game, in a new Zelda game. I mean, of course you can guess that, yeah, and you're yeah. assuming that. But, <laughs> but it's actually cooler time, if that's not well, the case. The, the so. thing with Zelda is not, the, the, the final boss isn't some mystery that's well, like waiting some, to be unraveled. It sometimes be. they it's will not. Sometimes they will it's not always Ganon. do a head fake and, and make you think that it's somebody else, and it ends up being... I'm not going to spoil which ones, but there Ganon are other ones where it's like, not like If, oh, well, with, if somebody says, like, Super Mario 3D Universe comes out next week, and someone says Bowser's the Dude, it could be Wart. It could be Wart. I'm Wart just saying. could be making his comeback <laughs> finally. Um, Where does it end? <laughs> so that uh, very strict on spoilers guy, um, a man who keeps his amiibo mint in box, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, no more like oh, I take them out. Uh, no, no, I don't play. Like I'm, I'm just not on a, pause I'm not right now. <laughs> John Ricardi, I'm on That's pause. What I say. Collector yeah. number one. I thought I, I thought I made this clear, but I have no space for them. The fun of the amiibos is like opening them and taking pictures and posting about them, and then like putting them away. Is and that I, the fun of them? <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what that. What else can you do with them? For? Oh, can you use them with games? I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly what they're designed for. But right now I'm out of space, so until I have more space, they're just piling up in but the corner. But would you not agree that in the box an amiibo takes up more space than out of the box? Yes, but it's just like I'm, you know, I Therefore, don't want to like your story does not I don't want to scratch them up and toss them in the, like in the corner like trash, you know, hmm. amiibos. All right. Well, um <laughs> Interesting. being very quiet over there in the corner, maybe <laughs> afraid of um questioning John's love of amiibos. Um <laughs> that's the queen of nuts. All right. Colin Chesney. <laughs> It's uh, I don't know if I deserve that nickname. <laughs> Queen of Nuts. Queen, Queen of, of Nuts. nuts. Hmm. There's uh, there's some Choco that's that just got released. Uh, it could be our right Japanese better clinging crowd clingers of our games oh, and God yes. and religion. Thank you, Mark. Mr. Chesney. Proud clingers. <laughs> could not stop listening to that. It's it like someone should make a beat with that. Well, somebody already there already have been songs Thank and remixes God. and things are happening. If you haven't, just uh, just Google. Palin and it'll come up. Just Google, you know, Google Palin Sarah, Trump, Sarah Palin. Just rally. Palin. Um, do you know if your cousin, uh, Mr. Chesney, the country music star, is a supporter of uh, Donald Trump or Sarah Palin's? Probably. You, you bring up Kenny Chesney every single time I'm on. I know I mean, nothing kind of about in the news now because right. of the Sarah Palin thing. Is he so really? I figured, well, uh, I figured he will be sooner or later. <laughs> Don't you associate? Doesn't everybody associate? The you know, I missed the last no. Thanksgiving gathering, so. It's, oh, okay. Uh, you, you wouldn't know. He didn't have like a "Make America Great Again" hat or anything. Um, like not that I saw. <laughs> when you have maybe not sent one to me. Been uh, interning here at the amazing eight uh, four mm-hmm. workplace. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, lately. lately, yeah. I cut you off. Do you want to explain <laughs> yeah. Queen of Nuts? Oh, Queen of Nuts. So yeah, so Queen of Nuts is it's it's maybe some it's better cho- if you don't explain it. <laughs> I think that's probably maybe best, we should but, ask uh, the listeners what no, it should be the story behind that nickname because I can yeah. If you're interested, just do a search. Uh huh. I don't in know your, if Queen of Nuts is the kind yeah, of thing you probably don't want to read that. Um, that is the uh, the name of a Japanese candy. Is yeah, that right. It's it's some chocolate that wow. came out. I saw it in a convenience store and just. I saw the name. I had to how, buy it. How was it? Give us the exclusive okay. snack taku <laughs> review. <laughs> no, I really love these sort of kikan gente, these limited edition like snacks that come out in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like every, they're only out for like you know two or three weeks, and then they're gone forever. Right. And so you have to get unless them. they're presumably super popular. And if which they're case, super they popular, become yeah, maybe you'll products, see. Maybe. maybe you'll see them again. Uh huh. 
but a lot of times they'll they'll be they'll just a flash in the pan. They make them once and they're gone. Right. right. Uh, so Queen of Nuts is from Dars, which makes like really soft chocolate, like little not Mars, but Dars. 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 Okay. Um, and it's uh, chocolate with pistachio cream inside. So. Pistachios are sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah, too. yeah. Actually, I'm surprised. So I was surprised. Well, that's why it's the Queen of Nuts. It's the queen well, of nuts. well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It would cost like twenty dollars. <laughs> Actually, I was quite. They didn't have the price on it, and I just grabbed Whoa. it because I was like, "Dars chocolate." Like, I don't care. Whatever I'm the royalty. price, I'm Dar- buying. Yeah. <laughs> I this, must this, have it. Queen this can't be too must much. Be in my mouth. You know, <laughs> Dars chocolate's normally like a hundred, maybe hundred fifty yen, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I got it, and it was like three hundred and fifty yen. Whoa! So, wow. so like, that's, Whoa! That's a pistachio right there. You know what's good? You know what? I deserve it. You, you, right. you are. You treat, treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what's also good and a lot, quite a lot cheaper is that uh, that Black Thunder. Uh, it, Have you ever ridden really the Black good. Thunder? Black, Black Thunder is amazing. Isn't it good? It's Have like, you had it's like, really like, like the, the Black Thunder? Thunder? It's actually like so. What would you? How do you describe it? Like a crunch bar, kind of. Yeah, Black Thunder is kind of like the best way I describe it is like mashed when you describe up. blacks because you describe it often yeah, yeah. I, I well i do actually to people in wow. the states okay it's it's kind of like a, a mashed up oreo that's just then being covered in chocolate interesting yeah oh. i guess the, the, the consistency is more yeah like the, that. there's like this cookie on the inside and yeah. it tastes a lot like kind of like oreo there's not the cream part of the oreo no. just the the other part of the yes. oreo interesting the, the good part well this is uh, this concludes our uh, first <laughs> snack taku review corner did anybody the, did the anybody bi-weekly. try the dars like so you know dars like in japanese is spelled the same way as darth vader and so they had like darth vader dars yeah. when star wars of was like a thing did, did anybody try that i have not uh, i'm sorry i couldn't find spoilers. it i saw it on the internet but <laughs> um, wow, you couldn't find it. No, That's no one had the surprising. Darth Vader Dars. Um, so uh, when you've not been uh, eating new limited edition snacks, there, Colin, you've been playing some I've, some video games. Oh yeah, I've been playing a lot of games uh, since the last time I was on. I don't know. You just get, went into the whole thing about spoilers. So well, I'd, that's true. I yeah. want to be really be careful. Very careful, Monster Hunter Cross. Um, don't spoil anything because that's not even announced for the West yet. Oh, so man. if you announce that, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I've been Nibble playing. Snarf is in there. <laughs> There's going to be some upset people somewhere. I've been getting a lot further in, in Monster Hunter Cross with uh, other intern Django. What's your uh, hunter rank? Uh, we are working through Hunter Rank Three. We are. Wow. So you guys only play like when a you play together? Oh. Yeah, that's, that's the only time I'm playing. Okay. That's a for incorporated. And he doesn't seem to be getting much further. Are you Are you enjoying your time there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm having a lot of trouble now. I'm getting to the higher ranks. It's harder and harder to do. Okay. Okay. On your own, yeah. As I'm playing, you know, sitting on the train, right. So I have to start like finding a group to play with, and not Ch- mm-hmm. Django not any good. No, Django's good. That's all right. <laughs> but I talk shit. He's not here. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. He's about made it. some leeway. He's he's got a lot yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, but I only see him once a week. Oh, so all right. All right. I got to find people outside of that time. Mm. Um, you know, I'm sure you could find plenty of people at your hang out. I was just going to say, yeah, buy them all 3ds. Yeah, those kids will probably play with you. Oh yeah. Are you still playing the Magic? I am. Well, actually, I haven't been playing recently. I just okay. missed... There was a new pre-release last weekend, and uh, I had to miss it to go to a concert Ooh. with my girlfriend. Oh, what concert did you go to? Uh, we went out to Nagoya to see Vamps, Vamps. with um, with oh, Apocalyptica. Vamps, that's the offshoot of Larkin Seal, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it has Hyde as the, as the lead yes. singer. Uh, but she wanted to go see Apocalyptica, which is this Finnish band. Okay. Sounds, um, amazing. Sounds amazing. And they, yeah, I put a quick tweet up. Um, it's basically like heavy metal celloists. 
is three <laughs> wow three guys all playing the cello only, only from Finland and playing nothing like else? death metal on the cello three cellos and nothing else three cellos and a drummer oh wow god damn that sounds awful was that, <laughs> was it was actually that? really entertaining really yeah yeah it was good and and soon as i was thinking like what how does somebody become a death metal cello player they start playing some covers of oh. uh, Metallica. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh well, that's why, that's why they're apocalyptic. Actually, I think I've go. heard of these guys before. Uh, well, this is ostensibly a podcast about video games. How, so, oh, yeah, sorry. Stop trying to talk about non-video <laughs> game things, please, and tell me what else you've been doing besides playing Monster Hunter Cross. What else have you been playing? You so, started playing Bloodborne, actually. I started playing Bloodborne. Uh, I picked that up after finishing a bunch of other games over New Year's. Nice. Okay. Uh, Is this been in your stack? You've been meaning to play for a while? Um, actually, I, just, I got it for Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've been meaning to play it. It's been yeah. on my list of things I have to play. Your right. wish list. Your yeah. wish list is Santa Claus. Yes. And he brought it to you. Yep. And uh, what are you thinking so far? I well, I'm really liking it. I'm liking it a lot more than Dark Souls Two. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, yes. But it's oh my god, it's tough. It really is hard. And it like you start playing it. I'm sure you guys went into a whole spiel mm-hmm. when it first came out. We but, did. We pretty much <laughs> you summed up pretty much everything that we said. When, when you start when seconds. you start going through, it's kind of the the. You get used to it again if you're used to playing Dark Souls. All the, the mm. actions are the same, the, yep. the gameplay. And then you come across a new boss, and yeah. it just you know wipes your face <laughs> into the floor right. about 20 times. Yep. Yeah. Yep, indeed. Did you watch, uh, did anybody watch any of the awesome games done quick, Bloodborne? Right. No. I watched the first ten minutes, and then the guy died and had to start over. Uh, yeah, he got stuck in like a grave uh, or whatever. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going. On. It's not a lot of people commented it was not the most exciting run to watch. It's not. Mm. Um, it is kind of amazing how much stuff you're able to run past. Right, and it's almost literally a speed run because you do not fight a lot. You're, and there's a lot of tricks that you're like using to make the bosses not move. It's less a like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, here's how amazingly skillful I am at, yeah. at Bloodborne. And, and, but although the guy is really, really, really good right. at Bloodborne, but that game is like a nightmare to, to, to run. Like, right. I guess probably any of those games would be, but this one's more young. And so, yeah, right. he did actually die. N- nice die Bloodborne. a couple times. Nice uh, Bloodborne pun, by the way. It's oh. A, it's a nightmare. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, that's a spoiler, JJ, which you didn't even mention. So we'll have to add it's that back really, in later. It's not really a spoiler. Oh my god, it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. I know the ending now. Um, so how far are you into... Into Bloodborne? Bloodborne, yeah. Uh, it's hard to tell because there's a lot of pathways you can go down and all of them lead to my well, death. Like well, hour-wise. So. <laughs> or what oh, bosses did you kill too? Um, I just got past the... Spoilers. There's, you guys, I remember oh, you guys talking kidding. about it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the dude with in the tower with the. Yes. the okay, so how did you kill him? Uh, I did I you use the trick that we taught you. What you guys told me a trick? If you listen to that podcast, we did. Yeah, yeah. I I think I might skip back because I didn't want to oh, hear any spoilers. Oh, I, I ended up using the powder stuff on the bullets. Wow, um, so you fought him legit. So I put powder on the bullets and I ran up to to fight him because I wanted to see like how much more damage the powder things. Because I, sure. I was saving onto that the, yep. the bone ash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I went up and shot him, and then he just fell right off. There you go. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. how you're supposed to. Kill you're him. supposed to kill him by like <laughs> having him fall off, basically like <laughs> yeah. cheese him off in one way or, or well, I didn't. Another. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Did you? How many times did you have to fight him? Uh, that was probably about the seventh time. Okay. That's, that's see, you paid bad. you paid your dues. Mm. I mean, that's mm. it's hard to get to him too. Mm. So, um, <laughs> but any how many more bosses passed him? Any. Is that about uh, where you are? I, I, I can't even remember now. Um, there's a couple of bosses that I've just I got to and then just kind of 
said, I'll come back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Fuck you. Yeah, the giant mind. white dog uh, demon thing. Okay. Yeah. And Just one in every game. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Anything else you've been playing? Uh, well, I finished Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay. I, I was. I wanted Finish, to talk. Finished it or quote, finished air quotes. Finished the finished main it. story except for all the little extra, extra side things. Mm. It's a hundred percent. It isn't a hundred. It isn't a hundred percent. No. Okay. Well, then you've got more work to do. <laughs> um, yeah, and we won't spoil that anyway. But I, I'm gonna just assume that you're a fan if you played it all the way to the uh, to the end. So there is more story after what seems like the end of the story. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about, then yes. Basically, the game becomes, like, play uh, the same missions over again yeah. harder. Yeah. There, there's a moment where you play the intro again, and then it changes oh a little bit. Oh, my God. Spoilers. <laughs> Colin, just spoiling right. it up. <laughs> Spoils left and right. Spoils town. Um, yeah. Let, we, we don't have to get more into okay. it, but I'm sure there is there is more story. You know about the... The other ending that's up on the internet. That's I've, not I've in heard game, about right? it, but I, I didn't. I haven't gone to look for anything okay. yet. Okay. Mm. Um, but I wanted to talk about it just because the language. I talked to you guys about the language. I want to talk oh, about it on the podcast. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. The language. The language. So I'm playing it in Japanese. Yeah. I have it for a PS4 mm-hmm. in Japanese, and your options for language are uh, Japanese audio, and you can have subtitles in Japanese or English. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing with English subtitles, but everything is in Japanese. Yeah. The way um, a Japanese player would presumably yeah. play the game. Yeah. And, and well, they wouldn't play with... But story-wise... No, no, I just mean the audio, yeah. 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 But story-wise, anytime they, they're speaking Japanese in the game, they're presumably supposed to be speaking English. And that just gets really, really confusing... Because as as the story goes on... Oh, I see. Like, the situation is that two people are supposed to be, like... Uh, English instead of another language, you mean? Yes. Okay. There, and there's a lot of situations where it's it's... They're supposed to be speaking English, and they make direct reference to the fact that, oh, we're speaking English. Right. But the audio is actually all in Japanese. Right, yeah. And that just get, creates this weird confusion so in my like brain. So there's like a conceit that a lot of movies and games use, which is, although you are hearing this in your native tongue, right, mm-hmm. that that it is takes place in China, so... Presumably, China. they're actually speaking Chinese, <laughs> but they're speaking it, you know, in a, English with a Chinese accent, mm-hmm. just to make you feel like it's actually that. Although some magical thing is actually translating it for you. Sounds yes. like Xenoblade. But yeah, well, <laughs> just talk about spoilers. It's a Jesus Christ. Um, but but it breaks down when people do things specifically in a language or yes. so we actually did have to talk about this kind of stuff with and, with Xenoblade a and, few and, times. and not going into spoilers there there's a there's a moment where like somebody's talking to someone else and they say they're saying in Japanese like do you speak English yeah. they're saying it in Japanese <laughs> and the person who you didn't think was like able to speak at all suddenly starts speaking in fluent Japanese right and it's like oh okay so it <laughs> is this person speaking in Japanese or is they are they supposed to be? Over, I, I would think more of the problem would be if there was any part where they were specifically supposed to be speaking Japanese because the conceit is okay. Anytime anyone mm-hmm. is speaking Japanese, they're speaking English. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the bigger problem I would think is if it's like, oh, this guy is speaking Japanese and I don't understand him. They overhear uh-huh. a conversation that's actually in Japanese. 
And the person who's been speaking Japanese all to that point is like, mm-hmm. I don't speak Japanese, so I don't understand him saying that in Japanese. That's yeah. when I think you would get into weird territory. My head okay. hurts just thinking about this. <laughs> but <laughs> but there, there were moments in uh, like some of the, the backstory audio tapes that you get where yeah. the, where they first introduce Kaz, Kaz Miller. Yeah. Uh, and at those times, there's he's speaking Japanese. And it it's a different Japanese that he speaks later. Which I feel like those were intentionally supposed to be Japanese. It all becomes too confusing. Yep, you're making heads yeah. hurt. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you lost me uh, quite a while back. When, when, when the game has like some plot points that are based around language, it's just not very fun it's an, it's when the language gets all sure. messed up. Speaking of messed up language, JJ, yeah. Lifnenfrauser. <laughs> Odin Sphere HD remake. Odin Sphere uh, for PS4. Is this only out here right now? It's only out here right now. It comes out in June, I think, in America okay. and Europe. Um, Were you a fan of the original? So I did play the original. The PS2? PS2. Right? It was a PS2 game. Yeah. Um, That's the one I still have. Yeah, it was... Um, it was not that great. Like the story was really good, but the the gameplay was just like really bare bones. And the graphics, though, the graphics were amazing, especially at the time. I mean, there've been more vanillaware games now <clears throat> since then, so you're a little more used to it. But right. like the time, it was like holy shit. The uh, all, that said, though, like the frame rate in the original mm. game was like total dog shit. Like there was one, there's one specific boss where like it literally gets to like three or four frames <laughs> per second. You can count the frames like mm. one, two, three. Mm. But so what this is is a it's an HD remake. Um, it's not a remaster; it's a remake uh, of that PS2 game where they've completely changed the combat. Uh, you know the graphics are all high res and nice and everything like that. Uh, they've redone the level design. The original game only had like flat planes. Now mm. there are like levels where you go up and down. There's oh wow, you know, they platforms. messed with the yeah. Game it's, it's almost a completely different game. Is there a original mode in there? Yes, as well? there actually is a class. They call it like a classic mode with, with, the, new with the new graphics. With the new graphics. Ooh, huh. that's cool. Wow. So it's like a remix mode, kind of. Yeah, sort of. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I've been playing it like nonstop. I'm probably like 30 hours. It's a long game. Uh, it's uh, it's got like seven different stories, six six or seven different stories, like campaigns, right? Campaigns, yeah. yeah. And each one, uh, well, at least the first one, two, three, four, five stories are about five separate characters. There's uh, uh, Gwe- uh you don't need to list them all. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and what, what ty- so it's side scrolling, side scrolling action. Kind of a like beat em up, beat em up. Sort yeah, of thing. it's like you know modern kind of, day Golden Axe sort of thing. Right, it's like kind of like a what if Platinum made a two D game sort of deal. Oh, so the, and the combat is the super combat deep. is very deep and yeah. like you've got all sorts of different special moves that you can use and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it's just been really fun. Like the the quality of all of the art and the audio and the story too is just all really captivating and just like. It's kind of you know it's old, but at the same time it's so refreshing to see like a story in a Japanese game be very serious mm. and hmm. and kind of unique. Um, so it's not the same old like it's not a lot of the the tropes, the kind of anime tropes, the mana tree, tits the, everywhere. No, the, well I mean there are tits everywhere. It's, <laughs> no. a, it's a George Clooney game. Like amnesia. no, so the the actual the story of the game is loosely based crystals. Off yeah. Are there any crystals? Sort of. Oh. Um, uh, attach okay. your attach your weapon, but um, oh, well then. It's, not in it's, the story. It's though. not really about that. It's based off of the uh, the ring cycle, which was like a series of 
plays oh, yeah. by Wagner. Wag- yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and um, it's about this one. Sp- nibble, nibble. I don't know. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I only know yeah, how to read it. Yeah, it's Ring. Or, or something like that. But <laughs> it's about this one ring that was uh, made by the gods to control the whole world. Uh, which you know, I, I saw that kinda, movie. Kind of sounds like Lord <laughs> of the Rings, right? Yeah, does it have any of his music in it? Like, or is any music based? No, on it's because it was. It was uh, I think uh, it's Mitsuda who does the music, oh, really? but it's all really awesome music. Wow. Um, See, this is and this is a full priced, full full, price. full ass game. Yeah. Oh, it's mm. and like yeah, it's like each campaign is about eight hours long. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's Sounds pretty, uh, does it take you through different levels and stuff per campaign or is yes. it all the same ground yes. recovered well so overlap eventually you're, you're there's there's overlap mm-hmm. um, right. which is unfortunate but the the game whereas the first game that was a really big problem mm-hmm. in this game they kind of they feed you new skills and new things to do with your character so at such a good pace that it's not really an issue because you're always like you you know you get to this point and you get a new skill and you're like oh I want to use that and then you fight these you know enemies and these bosses and you're always feeling like there's forward progression and it doesn't feel like you're retreading so much and and the fact that each uh, each uh, storyline is completely different uh, really just like makes it so you're it doesn't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over nice. again. Nice. Hmm. So you're uh, you're happy with your your purchase? It sounds like you're. Oh, super I'm into loving it. it. There are some issues. Um, the, uh, like it wouldn't be a George Kamitani game without food, mm-hmm. and you spend a lot of time in this game eating. I was gonna say how how is you, the like, fruit management system? You you level up from eating and stuff like that. There's like you know there's two different cafes that you can go to <laughs> and like, order food. It's That's kind of why is that a problem? It it's sounds not great. A problem. <laughs> I love it, and I really wish they would make like a real life cafe from <gasps> this game. That's a great idea. Oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> Because all the food looks delicious, but um, so that's like kind of a, an issue. Because later on in the game, you kind of rely on that to uh, to upgrade your character and stuff like that, and that can take some time. Mm. Um, also, the third character, she's this fairy named Mercedes. Uh, she has a gun, and uh, the I thought car- it was a crossbow. It's a cross. Well, it's a crossbow, <laughs> but it, it fires like a gun with like these giant Chewbacca crossbow. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> uh, and uh, her combat's a little iffy, so like the mm. game kind of drags at that point. But, um, well, I mean, if it's a if that type of game and you're 30 hours into it, um, yeah. like that, I think says a lot. Like it, it's yeah, not I'm gotten repetitive. It. Oh, it's yeah, no, it's not repetitive. It's, it's super fun. Just like being able to do these combos like pretty effortlessly and just like you know, it's just really fun. That's cool. Did yeah. you get a physical version? I did. Ooh. I came with an art book. I want to borrow your copy when you're done. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, let's see what else uh, people have been playing. Um. Pocket. We, let's go like the exact opposite direction, as different <laughs> as you could get with, than than uh, than Odin Sphere. Pocket Pocket Mortys. Yeah, you're playing Pocket Mortys. I, am, I, am, I yeah. want you to sell me on this because I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. I am too. I just oh, really? discovered the show. It's over it's Christmas break, and I think it's yes. like the best show. It on really TV. is. It really yeah. is. I was trying to sell to John, in fact. So hopefully he'll join the club. Completely hilarious. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really think it's the funniest show on TV by far. And super clever, actually, like good sci-fi show. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's more a com, it's more supposed to be a comedy. Mm. Like, yeah, it's funny because it's like you know, it's a it's a show that relies on like burp jokes and like putting your balls on things, but at the same time, it's just like the these crazy. There's a lot of balls. Yeah, and there's a lot of like 
body parts that reappear. It's like a motif. Balls is like a motif in the whole show. (laughs) Yeah, but then there are like these crazy like time bending Mm. storylines that are just like super super intricate. Yeah, Yeah. very well thought through. And the the whole thing kind of started as a parody of Back to the Future. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love just watching it, thinking with that in mind. It is funnier when you when you put that together because I had watched the two seasons before (laughs) I even like Googled it, and then like once you see that it's like oh yeah of course right. like yeah. M- morty uh, you know and uh, and, and what he, what they're doing all the time and yeah. whatever but mm. so pocket morty's i was interested in this yeah. like, adult swim game right so it's a total like, riff on pokemon exactly it's like carbon copy of pokemon but right. with um instead of collecting pokemon you play as morty who's like the um, you play yeah, as rick rick who's like the you know the scientist from back to the future and you collect morty's because there's one in like every dimension, right? Yeah. So That's established from the show that there's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, infinite unlimited, dimensions. yeah, infinite right. dimensions and infinite different ricks and infinite yeah. mornings in those dimensions. And they have like weird themes to them. Like one of the first ones you get is like a scruffy Morty, so he's like kind of unshaven and like kind of dirty looking. And then like I got one. Uh, they have like a, a gashapon system or like a random, you know, whatever you want to call it, system. Yeah. And I got one that's like based on Akira, so it's like mm. it's a telekinetic Morty. So he's got like the bandages wrapped oh, around his head awesome. and like some bandages nice. for him and stuff. Yeah. How so many are there? You've already you know? sold me. On I have no idea. There's. I was wondering because like if it's like a riff on Pokemon, like are there like 150 of them, or is it like not that deep? I. I mean, you ha- well, actually you do get a Pokedex like quote unquote Pokedex. I don't mm. remember what the actual term is, Pokemon and Dex. I just didn't check to see how many total there are. But you're so the gameplay is is it like a little RPG that you're yeah. going through and you're. It's, like just like Pokemon, just basically. like Pokemon. There's no run though, so you have to kind of like use a virtual D pad to move around, and it's kind of slow. Oh, okay. But there's like trainers will see you, and then they come up, and then you have to fight them. <laughs> is it funny? Is it, what, what are you fighting? You, you're battling your Mortys. So like, <laughs> so, so the other trainer also has right. The other trainer Mortys from different. They're all. They're all. Well, there's Ricks, and there's like aliens from other. Oh, are, are, are there like Morty balls? Do they put them? Yeah, how do you catch him? Well, there's an episode in Rick and Morty where he like puts this thing in someone's ear to like go inside their dreams. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that thing it's is what you use episodes. to catch to catch oh, the okay. Mortys. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so uh, same principle. You have to weaken them and then use the item. So is it is it fun? Is it the dialogue all really funny the Rick t- and Morty stuff and all yeah. parodying Pokemon or what is it? What is it like? Like it, plot and dialogue. Well, yeah, like the the writing. I mean, it's uh, you know it, it's shorter messages, so it's not really like deep and snappy. But it's it's got the DNA in there of right. like the you know the sci fi stuff, and there are the the subtle nods and stuff to Pokemon. Like, cool. You'll meet people that say like i gotta be the best and that it's pretty cool to have like a a parody of something that big like also be a game like we don't really see a lot of those you know but like Mm. it pulled off well and like you have a Mm. in this case i think it's it's easy for them to get away with it because there's source (laughs) material that like makes sense like i don't think anyone could just make like a pocket pokemon ripoff and get away with it but like, in this sense it makes sense mm, but I kind unfortunately of saw more they of do all the time no i know but i mean like <laughs> typically nintendo goes after them or they're just not popular and they sink but like right. in something like this it's like well how can you argue that it's like it's parody so how and uh it's a free to play so how yeah. do they make their money well um you know how i said i got the telekinetic telekinetic morty yeah there's the using the gachapon system you 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 have to that's how you get certain mortys or well what are you building up currency to like make take pulls yeah. on the gacha or whatever, like, every, like every other japanese game. every gym that you beat you get like one draw on this thing 
Okay. And if you want more draws, then you okay. Can okay. There, okay. Are there like daily bonuses? I don't think so. Anything? I don't think there's anything like that. Like nothing that's like, hey, come back tomorrow. Right. Have Which you spent like, any money? No, no, no. Okay. Is, is there a battle or trade system? Can you can you fight other people? I don't think so. No. Uh, like cable re- required. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the sequel. That's cool. I I have that downloaded. I've just been I just been um, meaning to play it. Um, that's pretty cool. I I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious, but now I feel like for me, I need to watch the show first before I you play should the absolutely game. Should. I won't absolutely it as you, much. Won't, you won't really if you if you it, start like download all of it or legally acquire all of it, of and then watch the first episode, and you'll be you'll okay. Be hooked. Yeah. Okay. And uh, John, you're too busy playing mother, mother, mother. Besides more mother. cell phone games, which I, I shouldn't, I don't want to waste more time. I feel like we've given our, our yeah, fair share you really of cell don't phone. Need to do that. But um, I'll just give Monster like the, the ten seconds of each. So I'm, I'm still playing Monster Strike every day, but I'm playing Clash Royale, which is the new game from uh, yeah. our okay. Supercell yeah. pals, which is that. really good. Like yeah. it's, uh, we talked a little bit about that, right? That game is going to be huge. Maybe, yeah, I don't we know did. if we talked about it. We talked about it because it's a it new type of game it's we like were talking about hey, hard game MOBA from the Clash of Clans people I don't know I wouldn't call it I don't know would you call it a MOBA I call kind it a of, I mean the mechanics tower defense like a multiplayer tower defense almost that's not wrong either yeah it's like a little bit I, I guess mean, MOBA is kind of that yeah but it's not really a that MOBA implies active like MOBA I feel like implies you're, car- you're you're controlling a specific character. It's so yeah. simple. It has that it has that thing that the classics all have, which is it's super super simple and yet somehow like incredibly deep. Yeah, and, like I'm just excited. Yeah, that it's like a new paradigm in for these, these cell phone games when they get super big. It's like it either turns into a match three game or into a right, clash right. of clans clone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, even the existing. Uh, other Supercell games, like they each have big differences and serve their different markets, but they're generally kind of like world building. You right. can describe them as in that clash genre. Whereas this, as far as I know, and this could be completely betraying mobile game, general mobile game ignorance on my part, but to my to my knowledge, there's not too much in this vein. Like yeah. I have not really the seen closest the game you could like get this. is is Hearthstone, but it's not even. Yeah, there's not a lot of games that I. I mean, I play a lot of mobile games. There's not a lot that do the like drip feed in a way that doesn't feel shitty, and this one does it really well. Like I'm checking it every few hours, and I should I should preface like because I know how these go. I'm still in like my first three weeks or so. Like I'm in the honeymoon phase. We should also so, preface the Supercell as a client. I know we work with those guys. It's always <laughs> right. Um, biased towards every word that I say about money. this game I get a hundred million dollars but, um, <laughs> but I, no. I actually feel like really honestly feel like this game is is very very good and yeah no I oh, really really like it but I'm just saying like there I, I do want the honeymoon honeymoon phase to kind of end first but for the moment anyway though I'm checking it every three four hours I even turn notifications on and I don't do this with any mobile game because, because that annoys the shit out of me free chests. because yeah. yeah the sooner you check the free stuff the sooner the next one starts to time oh, down to okay. unlock and it's like so it's, devious the yeah. thing that I that are I realize is like the the night to do right. that? no I don't uh, but like you, there are eight hour chests so John. I just save those for midnight basically John um, be honest I'm, I'm being honest like you never once no. Set an alarm. Oh no! For Monster Strike, I've done that. Or no, 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 I'm talking about for for this. No, game. no, no. I don't. <laughs> you don't need to Royale. because you can All you right. can determine what chest you open when, and there are eight hour chests. So I say, always like save denial. that for a night. Still in denial about it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, no, it's really good. Uh, it's really addictive and it's really fun. And I'm not. I, I know people play these games way more than me. One of the things I hate about competitive games, because this is multiplayer only, basically, mm-hmm. That's is that right. yeah. you generally I get outclassed by people who have all the time in the world to just play these yeah, games, so and then it's no good? fun. I'm, I'm How doing often well. Do you win? Uh, I win Roughly. 70, 60% wow, of the really? time, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I got a pretty decent deck now. And like, I, that's why I, it's also enjoyable, because I'm not getting beat to hell every time. Do you yeah. know how many trophies mm-hmm. you've got? 
Uh, I've got around like at, right now, like seven hundred maybe. Oh, so that's you know, good. I'm getting up there. Yeah, that's I'm, like in, I'm in the NeoGaf clan. We have like a, it's only like ten or fifteen of us right now. Because so it's like Arena three. I'm almost at Arena three. That's eight hundred. Okay. But um, because it's but, still yeah. in. Is it beta or is it just in? It's trial? just in the limited release. It's in okay. like Canada and New Zealand and a few other uh, Australia, I think. Which I store know. did you download it from? Uh, Canada essentially, okay. basically. But um. Uh, I play in that, and then I just briefly, I just wanted to touch on the Monster Strike guy's next game just suddenly launched yesterday, like out of nowhere. Whoa. Okamoto, what? and... Really? Yeah, it's called Black Knight Strikers, and oh, it definitely has the like Monster Strike DNA, Strike-ish, but yeah. it's different. Like, it's like it has the, it's almost, you could tell, it's, it's, which I like, it's got that feel that it's made from the same people, but it's different. It's horizontal, uh, what's the word? You know, you hold your phone horizontally, yeah. not vertically. It's portrait. kind of like, an, yeah, it's por- like, portrait is the other way, right? Whatever. Landscape. It's horizontal. Landscape. Yeah, landscape, landscape yes. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's kind of like an action RPG so far. Um, I can't really say a lot about it because I'm literally like mm. an hour in. The thing that's interesting to me, though, are you is not, that... Are you bouncing balls off of yeah, things? You're not no, 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 you're not. Really? You're not. Yeah, you're, you're leading a party of four characters from like left to right across a field. Huh. Short stages, basically, kind of like Monster Strike. And fighting against enemies. The art is gorgeous. And this fighting is Fighting cool, how? Turn-based? Uh, no, uh, no. You're fighting... Like, you're building up your team of like characters. And I don't... This is the part where I don't really know the details yet because I literally have played an hour. Mm. But, like, you're basically... You... you you stretch your finger across the screen to kind of propel them forward however much you want. Um, like how fast you want them to move like across mm-hmm. the screen. Mm-hmm. And then they're basically attacking automatically as they go, but you're, you're tapping on stuff to make it attack, do certain attacks, and they have special moves and all this stuff. Mm. But the art is by Hotasan, like our friend um, who worked on Res and worked on Medios, Mateos, worked on Lumines. Like, and the art is gorgeous. Mm. Um, the director is Futazuki-san. Panzer Dragoon, oh, wow. Phantom what? Dust. Yeah, he's the director of the game. And then the guys on top him in the credits are Okamoto and Kimura, the two guys who made Monster Strike. So it's like it's kind of What's like an all star Black Knight Strikers. Black Knight Strikers. Yeah, and it just came out yesterday. It's only on in the Japan. Japan store, yeah, right? but um, anyway, I tried that too. Hmm. Um, wow, very cool. Uh, so that's our mobile limit. Um, yeah, and I've been playing Mother. I finished finally finished oh, Mother. Oh, Mother, oh, aka oh, Earthbound. How beginnings. did you did you hold your nose? Because you are Mister of anybody. Like, nah, that game's not that good. It doesn't really hold up. The <laughs> first one. The first one, because you right. like walk slow and you get attacked too much. Well, that's the thing. And people so, seem to like have come down on it now in retrospect. As right. Like, yeah, it doesn't hold up as much as the other ones. It's true. It's a definitely a product of its era. Right. But I played the GBA version, which at ah. least has a run button. Yes. Which means a lot. Which is very very and important. Yeah. I also played. So there's a. So you're um, playing the Japanese. Uh, no, I played in English. Oh. So here's the thing. There's. I, I own the real game, by the way, just for the record. I own. I own both, actually. I own the Japanese, Advance Cart, the Famicom game, and I own the Wii U Virtual Console version that came out. But the one that I decided to play was. Um, there's a fan translation from the guys who did Mother Three, that puts this one item in the game called the Easy Ring that mm. makes the encounter rate like. It's still really bad, but it's it's dealable because the mother one, the encounter yeah. rate is intolerable yes. in this age. You fight like every two seconds yes. for like a forty-hour game. <laughs> um, but using that ring, which ups the experience in, to offset the encounters being less, it kind of keeps the balance like normal. Like okay. you progress through the game normally and stuff. And I played it that way, and uh, I played it all the way through, and I really liked it. Like I've never been—I'm not going to spoil it, obviously—but mm. I never had that story spoiled for me, and I, I think it's kind of interesting. Like the ending is interesting and makes yeah. Earthbound, the one that did come out, make right. more sense. You know, oh. mm. so you um, you have played Earthbound. I've, I haven't finished it though, but I'm pl- okay. now I'm playing it, and I am going to finish it this time. I'm okay. basically going through. Yeah. I didn't make New Year's resolutions this year, but like one of the things I'm doing essentially is I'm going to play through all three and not like 
you know fall apart fall off of them like i did in the past it's funny i actually started playing mother three which i think is your copy of mother three i think probably yeah yeah (laughs) um on my head to like dig out my old ds Mm -hmm. my old ds light nice to to actually have the the cart thing um in it but like just just started but like enjoying just Enjoying. Are you playing so in Japanese? Far. I'm playing in Japanese. Okay. Yeah, yeah first, I want. I want to see. Chapter is so good. I'm playing it mm. for for Japanese. I've played practice. it in Japanese for like maybe four or five hours. I own that too. But I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna try the fan translation on that too. I just want to see what it's like. I mean, yeah, I, don't I know, probably it's... should. It would probably help me finish it more. But so so, yeah. what was your clock like on? How much well, it doesn't time? have a clock, so I don't know. But I would say it was probably about twenty five hours. Okay. maybe. So good. Good clip. Um, good clip. Amazing music. Fun game, really fascinating to see. Like, it's weird because I feel like if we played this game in its time, we would have, or, or some people did, obviously, but I didn't. Like, if we had played well, in it, Japan, it in 1989, played in America, right, right. Or, or 88 or whenever it came out, things would have been a little bit different. Like, for example, there's kind of like, there's you board a train to get to different towns, right? Right. And that was very, I think, extremely unique for the time. Now yeah. it's like, well, whatever. But back then, you didn't really have that kind of, like, quote-unquote fast travel. Right. But it also wasn't fast because you have to watch the whole... If you go, if you go from the <laughs> farthest station to the farthest station, you've got to watch the whole train ride. Like, wow. there's no skipping. There's no... Well, I think something else, and I think this is definitely lost on us playing it now as opposed to, <clears throat> excuse me, back in the day, is that just the novelty. You're starting to get a lot more... RPGs set in different time periods, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the novelty of having a RPG set in 1900s, uh, yeah. 1980s, 1980s is when the game takes place. Modern day, effectively, yeah. is was I think really weird at the time, yes. and even now, I mean, they even reference many. other games. Like in the in the original Famicom version, there's like an NPC who, who like talks to you about Dragon Quest. He's like, "Do you play Dragon Quest Four yet?" He's like, "I'm still <laughs> stuck on Dragon Quest Three or something." Like in the Game Boy Advance version, they actually changed it um, recently, and he just like, "Did you play that game?" or whatever oh. but like they don't have any problem referencing like one of the guys says yeah the name of the game was uh, based on uh, uh, the John Lennon song you know Mother or whatever mm. like he like talks about this stuff so it's really cool to have those like real world references in the mm. game so the, and the pacing was good there was no like okay I just gotta power through this part I have to grind here or there's a couple of dungeons that are ridiculous if you don't like look at a map or something like they were just okay. like because you know the encounter rate's high and everything but were you using uh, maps occasionally and, yeah, because yeah. Just, internet stuff at that era too like the graphics are all not that different from each other so when you're in a complicated dungeon and some of them are very complicated you have no idea if you're in the top left or the bottom uh, right because yeah. they all kind of yeah. look the same you know right right but I, I didn't mind that part though I don't do that with normal games but like with that I feel like okay i want to finish this game no matter what if i have to do stuff like that to get through it you know that's fine um, so mother so then earthbound are you going to be playing the gba i'm just playing my super nintendo cart i still have okay. it yeah I'm playing. Is there any, was there was there any difference in the gba version of that when they did it's worse so it's, they released gba they released so people who don't know earthbound zero and earthbound mother one and mother two as a two and one GBA on Game Boy Advance, in Japan. Yeah. yeah, and the Famicom game is fine, but you know Super Nintendo had a kick-ass sound chip, and that just ah. kind of falls apart on the Game Boy Advance. So, okay. plus there's limited screen view, right? Because the screen was kind of more wide than it was yeah. tall, right? So I'm just playing it straight up on my Super Nintendo. Um, I love it. It's it's so good, and I didn't really appreciate Earthbound as much. 
back then as I can now seeing how it advanced. It's like, wow, this is so mm. much more vibrant and there's so right. much more shit going on. And what I thought back in the day was kind of like a weird looking kind of ugly game. Now to me looks like gorgeous. Like Earthbound yeah. just right. looks so good. It totally So iconic mm. and, and the style. And the music is so good. Um, and so yeah, both of those games are on the Wii U Virtual Console. So like if you haven't played them and you can deal with like, you're, you're kind of going back through the archives, you know, and playing a retro game with the first one. But I, I totally recommend it. It's only like seven bucks or something like that. Um, play yeah. Earthbound Beginnings and then play Earthbound. They're yeah, amazing Earthbound games. Beginnings, that's what the U.S. Uh, yeah. It was going to be called because it was translated way back in the day, right? And it was Earthbound. It was just Earthbound. And oh, so the, the, fans fan tra- the fans who like found the ROM zero. or whatever put the zero in it right. just to kind of dis- distinguish them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember Mother 2, the very first time I came to Japan, was being advertised. And it was, uh, I was, uh, SMAP also been in the news recently. <laughs> That's but, right. Uh, we didn't even I don't talk, know what about you're talking about SMAP. That's not the ads that I remember <laughs> from it. But right. it was. It was super bizarre because it was like the ads were also really weird. Yeah. And, you know, the the catchphrase was weird. Everything was weird about it. And so were the graphics, especially at that time. I was like, what the hell is this game? Plus, it's a two of a game I had never heard of before. Right. Yeah, so yeah. It's weird. <laughs> um, well, okay. Uh, why don't we take a break? Um, I think that about wraps it for the games that we've been playing. Um I played a little Mother 3. I actually played a little Final Fantasy V. Totally random. Really? You're still playing Final Fantasy V? On my v. Vita. I just got, got, out, I got it out again. I'm like, where was that save game and, and whatever. You actually used Game's your Vita. quick. Yeah, yeah. I used my Vita. Wait, so you're playing, and you're playing Mother 3, you said, like, on your DS, basically? On my DS Lite, yeah. Wow. Exactly. Nice. So, are you going to power through and actually finish we'll it? See or? How, we'll see how long that goes I, I hope so i hope to <laughs> do it but man it's, it's actually not a dumbed down game and it's all no. like in kana so it's kind yeah. of a pain in the ass to mm, it's a little hard to really trudge through but i'm like it's still kind of good practice so. it's good practice and it's also just for us like people in the game business it's like a really important part of history you know in video games i kind of feel like so Dude, you're not selling it very <laughs> you gotta you gotta <laughs> sell it like a, like a mom like a history lesson like it's very good for you well yeah i don't mean it i mean it i mean that in a good way though i mean it in the way like it's one of those things that every person who likes video games should play and experience at some yes. point in their life. You well, know? It's, it's a game so. that will make you feel things. Maybe so. I'll have to, I'll have to play it more before I can say that. But um, why don't we take a quick break and when we come back we will have the news. Stick around. Back with the news. news. Thank really, you. we're getting farther away from <laughs> sounding like actual news. <laughs> the bleeps and bloops. That's not going in the right direction. Um, we're but doing it. we're doing it right. There is hot, hot off the presses, hot scandalous, news. scandalous uh, NX rumors. I think we need a. Uh, NX rumor section jingle, JJ. Why don't you work on that? Um, you don't have to do it now. Sure, I'm thinking about it, <laughs> no. but just uh, work on that. Marinate. This, I think it's going to be a, NX rumors. a more or less. It'd be NX <laughs> rumors. Yeah, that's uh, like that works. Might be a more or less uh, regular segment until Nintendo actually says anything. Um, some of this leaking out, well, leaking out or speculating out of Japan. Mm. Um, others coming from other weird sources and whatnot um but the uh so let's see where do we start um 
first one, Wall Street Journal rumor, NX2 work with PS4 smartphones PC, which is an interesting take on this news here. Mm. Um, Basically, uh, referencing a report from uh, David Gibson, Gibbo Game, friend of the show. uh, He's on Twitter. He used to live tweet the Nintendo investor. Yeah, he still does. He is a... uh, he is a who does he work for? He works for one of those Pactor type uh, uh, consulting yeah. uh, deals, um, um, analyst uh, right. shops. And uh, let's see. Let me look at the interesting parts of of this report here. Is this his report then? That is the report. Yes. Oh yeah, here it is from David Gibson. So an exportable first in 2016, given press reports of development kits being issued and others implying a 10 to 12. 10 to 12 million unit production run. We now have brought the forward the NX launch from November 2017 to November 2016. Mm, that uh, kind of seems to be established at this point, right? But all if all the rumors are and everything, all the scuttlebutt that's going around right. is to be believed. It's all saying that for a while. There's now. a lot of smoke around it being two systems. Now, well, so now we assume a portable NX launch at a lower price from 300 to 200 in 2016. And console partner device launches in 2017. That right. would be interesting. There was another Ubisoft leak rumor that kind of Air also quotes. said the same do I, uh, do I have thing. that in here somewhere? Uh, no, I think that happened during the last podcast. Okay. Um, well, just to finish that out this thing, um, we think NX is a platform of two devices and may include AR as well. Why not? Just talking. And it also, it might, you well, know. It was on the 3DS. Make, they make all have AR now, yeah. <laughs> I guess it was, yeah. On Those cards 3DS that everybody used. Right. Uh, recent patent filing, we think, implies lower price point for portable NX rather than the uh, U.S. 250 3ds error um where it i I guess they're referencing there that it came out priced higher and then they had to lower it later yeah Um, with ambassador programs oh yeah ah yeah i remember the ambassador that was a long time ago yep um and then now uh another bullet point in this uh analyst report uh could nx work with smartphones or rival consoles we think recent patent filing and then it links to a couple have negatively impacted the share prices. Investors assume the NX is more favored over smartphone games. The shared processing patent implied, if used for NX, the device could work with rival console smartphones. Hence, we believe smartphone games uh, will work with the NX and actually help drive sales of both. It's possible the NX works with PS4 or PCs, which would be a major change for Nintendo and be a positive. But what does that what work it works what with? What does that mean? That is extremely vague. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it could I kind of was hoping you were going to just go into one of your outbursts. But I mean, is that not the stupidest <laughs> thing you've ever heard? Well, or is there some? If, if it's like based on Android, we're talking about the PS4 part. Well, I, yeah, obviously. the PS4 part yeah. is weird. Because yes, it does make sense that it would work with smartphones and maybe PC with but their what, Nintendo account what, stuff. What does that mean? It works with smartphones? Like, how would you even get? smartphone games onto it. Well, it's not... No, like, the idea in my head, and again, it's so vague, it's like who knows? It's like, yeah. you're playing... Well, I'm not even thinking that. I was... Oh, is that what you guys are thinking? I was thinking, like, just... Well, the you smartphone thing would make sense. Works in tandem with them. Like, you ha- you're playing mm-hmm. your Nintendo games on your smartphone and maybe getting stuff in those games that can be put to use uh, in games on the NX and vice versa. It could so, like, be they something... complement each other. It could be something uh, where you could beam games from your PS4 to the NX as, like, a streaming... Sort of like how the Wii works. The Wii U works. You as mean like a like, second screen, yeah, but why would but why, why would PS4, they ever? Right? I mean, I unless it's the sort of thing where it just yeah. beams whatever's on your TV, but then yeah. it works with every console that's ever been released ever, and the freaking Sony Betamax and whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's like, yeah, I'm not just, getting how well, you could watch Jumanji on your. <laughs> I'm not getting number one how this would work with like uh, 
a, a, a PS4, uh, why uh, number two, why that would be a positive thing for Nintendo. Like, uh, mm. why is it, if they are selling a console, why is it a positive for them that this also works? Well, you can buy ours, well, eh, you can buy theirs. I think his, the point that I took from that, which, again, I don't agree with it, but, I mean, I, it sounds to me like, well, you could also... Be, have access to all this other software from the other platform to play on your own thing, which again doesn't make any sense. But that's the only reason well, that would be a positive. Well, if right? it's in reference to the portable system, then you know, like what I was saying about being able to beam whatever it is on your TV to it. So like a Vita. Yeah, it could a Nintendo Vita. Kind it of. could be like but JJ. Your, the portable NX is a donut, as we all know yes. from last year's reports. <laughs> it's so. a with dinosaurs frisbee on it. donut <laughs> that you can also use to yes sit on. It is compatible with all other uh, hemorrhoid pillows. It's a <laughs> drone controller in existence um i didn't even know that was a thing but thanks (laughs) yeah i don't uh i don't really get it i would like to hear um i guess uh somebody lay out exactly because i feel like i it's not that i am flat out disagreeing with it as much as i just don't even understand like the thinking if they're thinking that if they were thinking that nx was only a portable device that then connected, you know, through like an Apple TV or could use rival consoles to do that. But like, if I'm a rival console, even why do I want to let Nintendo use my system? Mm. Like, I, yeah, it, no. it just doesn't make mm. sense on on many many different levels yeah. uh, to me. So that let's right. put that aspect of it aside for right. now. Good idea. What do we think about the two systems that launch separately from one another? Like That's a portable launches first, and then a console launches later. I guess if they yeah. were going to do it separately, that makes more sense here, at least. Yeah, exactly. That, In Japan, that makes sense. Why does that? Wh- wh- t- tell me how that makes sense. So, well, the three well, saying like you huge. play the same games on. It's like, oh, okay. Now in 2016. Portable NX, and then in 2017, now you can play those games like a Vita TV, where you can play those games on your TV. What, what <laughs> sense does that make? It, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't fit. It's like the square and the, the round hole and the square peg. It doesn't like totally fit because like we have all these other con- preconceptions about what the system was going to do. Like we talked about, yeah, maybe you just play the same games on the two different consoles, but this doesn't sound like that, right? But then, well, there like, are rumors. We've out. also heard though that like the 3DS like is, I mean, you know, basically like if that's their handheld, then what is this? Like if this is like also a another handheld, and does that mean the 3DS is going to go away when the NX comes out? That would suck. But I would assume so. But I mean, yeah. the 3DS is pretty long in the tooth. Like, right. but it's still making the still new great game. My, my, my assumption is that whatever this is, that the handheld device is probably the flagship device. So okay, uh, so let's say that. Let's say that, and this is kind of crazy, but this is mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of an aspect of one thing people have been talking about. Let's say that NX is primarily a handheld device, mm-hmm. and that the one other thing about it is when you're at home, you can stream it to your TV rather than playing right. it on the handheld device, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So let's say it is that. It it still doesn't make sense to sell them at separate times, right? Like, it doesn't make sense to sell the portable system first, I mean, essentially what you're doing is kind of in a weird way giving up on the home console market because you're limiting yourself to games that could only run on a portable. Well, right. I think that, I mean, I think that may actually be what they're doing. Like you sell the, 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 the portable as like the main system. Mm -hmm. And then if you are someone who also wants to play on your TV, you can buy the other thing. Does it just stream to your TV or does it add anything or do anything more than you can't do when you're... Well, so like the Ubisoft rumor I keep 
talking about uh, said that the console version would be more powerful. Hmm. That's what so I was thinking. Like, res? it doesn't make sense yeah. to be a year later if it's not going to be better somehow. It's yeah. got to be more, pow- more powerful, do? more features. Maybe it lets you do stuff like, well, if, I don't know, you stream know, or VR or whatever. If it runs the same games, then you know how PCs work. There are settings. You know, you can have ultra settings. That I just don't settings. see Nintendo ever like doing. Maybe. Can you see Nintendo doing Well, that? No. I mean, it's not like you would go there and make the settings. It would just automatically look right, better. Right, right, right. So, mm. like, smoother frame rate. Maybe load times higher, are better. Yeah. Low, better load mm. times. Right. Sharper textures. But it splits mm. the games like the new Nintendo 3DS did, right? You only have Monster Hunter and Xenoblade, like, a hand, less than a handful of games taking advantage of that better hardware. So if you have that under, at your home... The new Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, if you have this new NX that's going to up-res the games, like how many developers are going to focus on uh, that aspect? But the difference some is, people might not even buy that home Well, console. if you want to put your games out on PS4 and Xbox, it would make sense to make it for the higher spec and then just, you know, mm. put the settings down for the portable or something like that. Wow. It all just sounds like very not Nintendo to me. So I'm sure there's, I mean, in, in typical Nintendo fashion, well, there's something weird now, here man. that we don't know, new, right? New. That we, yeah, I don't know about that. They're not going to become like a PC company, though. I mean, you think there's some big X factor in here that we don't know about I mean, yet? It's got to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would be crazy to be your home console is something you can just take with you anywhere. That would be you could, any game released for the system, no, that would be has amazing. a version that you could play anywhere and a version that you can, you know, play at home. I mean. One thing I was thinking is that presumably, well, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you could play online on either system. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, you know, I don't think any, any of us think that they would go cellular like Vita, right? Mm, no. They I mean, might. They might include something like that. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's that like out of place nowadays to do something. Like yeah, that. but at this point everybody tethers. So I mean, that whole like SIM That's card also in, your, true. in your hand. Nintendo's is... quietly been like setting up a cellular network, worldwide cellular <laughs> network. <laughs> well, like, I mean, in Japan they could just partner with like Dokomo and right, Bank. right, right. Um, yeah, but that never goes smooth because people don't. They're not going to want. I mean, Iwata has said this before too, but they're not going to want to basically have people have to pay for some extra service just to be able to get the most. Well, right, and it's very like, you know, kids. Also, yeah, exactly. It's not kid friendly at all. Okay, so. So it'll be it'll be Wi-Fi, but like, uh, yeah, I mean, it just ah, uh, I don't know. That would be that would be weird. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, I'd be very curious how good this this kind of idea sort of flies in the face of the other NX rumor of it being kind of like a graphical powerhouse, right? right? Um, but being the graphical powerhouse also seems very unlike recent Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Whereas something cheaper. That could be taken on the go does kind of, and it, yeah. I mean, it would be like a new way of thinking about things. It's like while you're at home, it is a souped-up version of it. If you want to buy it optionally, uh, to have it to be able to play on your TV, right. or you could just mm-hmm. buy it as a portable device. But that is kind of them giving up on. Hey, we can have these two separate businesses mm. that Nintendo has always had and yeah we haven't done great in the last generation on the one home thing but you know when they had DS and Wii man it was guns blazing i mean yeah. they, that's right. that's a lot of money and they have shareholders to answer to so if they're saying you know i don't know maybe they are thinking of that as their home console and then portable is now mobile and they yeah, I mean th- that all the stuff you just said all happened pre iPhone, and now we're like right. living in a p- 
pretty that's like their mobile main competition world. is like you know puzzle Post and dragon and i mean yeah. all their yeah. top selling titles yokai watch monster hunter right. they're all on 3ds yeah. i mean wii u has splatoon and mario maker but like when you add up the the 3ds you know titles they're not going to abandon the ecosystem that nurtured those kind of titles because those right. are huge cash I, I think it just makes more sense that they gravitate more towards a mobile centric yeah Environment. Your voice has changed, Colin. By the way. <coughs> yeah, Colin, you have a cold or caught that Django fever. What happened? <laughs> um, so, uh, in other NX Rubbers. news, <laughs> um, there's this from. Uh, let's see. Apparent GFK. This is apparent. So all of this comes with lots of grains of salt. Um, a GFK. Client of Nintendo Survey. Jeff Franklin Keeley. Let's sure. Why not? Uh, it's a company that, that runs these that surveys and that people like screenshotted. Um, so you've seen these before. We've seen these before with games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes they come true, sometimes they don't. Um, and this, I mean, anybody could have easily mocked this up, but I think GFK was saying, like, we don't comment on it. Yeah, can't comment about anything about that survey screen capture. Right, so and there were a few extra screen captures to kind of give it a little bit more uh, legitimacy. Really? This, this was the one that had the actual information on it. So I think the, the parts that people are talking about are, um, well, okay, surf the web or make video calls on your TV. Which That's you do on the Wii U. Not shocking, but right. So supports 4K slash 60 frames a second video streaming, and then gameplay graphics at 900p. 60 frames a second. Yeah, that. Let's see. I don't put much stock into that. A lot of people on the but internet were like poo-pooing this, and I think that's probably good to do. But but if it's handheld, that's not bad. Exactly, oh, yeah. that's better than Vita, right? I mean, yeah. and that's actually very good for handheld. But right? if they're talking about on your TV here and the other stuff, well, right? that's maybe that's how. Think about it though. Maybe that's how they they make it where your handheld and your TV actually can play the same games. Maybe that's the trade-off. Is like you can get the amazing-looking handheld and. Pretty good then looking. Why am TV. I buying the TV thing if it's not upgrading it to? I mean, fucking yeah, Wii U bigger does screen. 1080p. I, yeah, well, if we'll I'm, I'm not, if it's not upgrading it on my TV, maybe the handheld like you don't need something for your TV to play it on the TV. But then if you get the TV thing, you upgrade from there. You know right? I mean? Wait, maybe the, the handheld it's, play it's, on your TV without just buying magic. it on its own. It's also, <laughs> it's also, it's magic. It's also very That's the NX po- difference. It's also very positive possible that uh, the information in this study is only about the handheld because the console is still sure. a bit off and mm. the details probably aren't so as for, clear. As a handheld, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, on board. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, very, very A 4K camera on a handheld is pretty... I mean, that's like today's cell phone standards. Like yeah. We're finally reaching handheld and cell phone. The fun thing about Nintendo rumors is you can't like discount anything. Like, right now, so it right could now. be like everything. You you ride on a deer. Like Every box comes with like, a badger, like a live badger that is strapped you to rub something. It. And we would have to talk about it because it's yeah. like, fuck, I don't know. Maybe they would. <laughs> Maybe. Like, but that's part there of, are deers in Nara. They've managed to harness to the about. power of badgers. Um, so um, <laughs> maybe because of all the NX talk, you know, no surprise that developer interest. Uh, this is from uh, Polygon.com story. Uh, thanks for them to them as always for a lot of our news. Got a lot of news from NeoGaf, uh, Kotaku. Anywhere else you guys want to take a shout out to? Uh, Gematsu. 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 Twitter. Um, so yes, uh, not surprisingly, developer interest in creating games for Nintendo's current platforms is really low. They're saying all-time low, according to this annual State of the Industry survey. Um, 
this is from the Game Developers Conference. They basically survey attendees about you know what they're planning, what they're making games for, planning to in the future. And this is only North America, which I think is very important because mm. uh, it's definitely a different story here in Japan. But it's saying like yeah, just five percent of this year's respondents saying they're working on Wii U projects, down from six percent last year. So wow, not exactly uh, crazy <laughs> movement. A whole six percent, and then two percent on 3DS titles, down from three percent last year. Um, I'm kind of surprised more people are working on Wii U projects than 3DS titles. Well, the West, right? I mean, you've consoles kind of bigger deal over there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yep, and uh, NX is coming out soon. So. Uh, by comparison, PlayStation 4, 27%. That's up from 26 And Xbox One is at 23%, up from 22 last year. Good Top of the heap, you guessed it, PC, whopping 52%. Yep. Uh, developers, which, uh, no surprise, that's kind of the default, right? Uh, lowest cost of entry, yeah. easiest thing to do, especially now with Steam doing what they're doing. Um in other news, in Zelda nerd news, uh, apparently there's been a Nerds. timeline update for people who care about this shit. Yes. Um, you guys know about the whole timeline, Zelda timeline thing, and like the three timelines or yes. whatever? Yeah, yeah we've of, talked about it Zelda. before. It's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's so, it's, it's intricate and complicated, and, uh, but you know, Nintendo is now thinking about it, apparently, as they make new games because there is an updated since 2011 which is when uh, I guess Hyrule Historia came out I guess so that book yeah. of Zelda history it's only they- really got like two new games in it it's not like a huge update or anything true but- so and you could probably gather from just playing the games where they fit but yeah. what what so it has basically Skyward Sword no, that's why this isn't all new. This is just showing you like the beginning, the end, and then like here's the new stuff or whatever, whatever it is. Like the new stuff is Triforce Heroes oh, and right. Link to the Past Two or whatever it's yeah. called, and, uh, Link Between Worlds. Like, does Triforce Heroes really need to be connected to the Zelda timeline? So. Well, what like, I mean, is Smash it, Brothers. In- it it is. It is though because. Well, I mean, in the actual game, they kind of connect it. So, oh, they do. Yeah, okay. a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, but yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's. I guess it's fun. It's fun to have a timeline. Yes. But I, I, I think it's like a little not fun to have stuff. one that's so rigid and strict and everything. Yeah. Because that's I've, true. It was I've more made fun. my complaints be known about the fact that like my favorite you know games are all from like descendants of the failure link in the oh, no. time which is like come on you know like <laughs> it was more fun when we would just argue about it endlessly I know, on that internet. I know. that is uh, there is something to be said for like preserving mystery and giving something people to talk mm-hmm. about i yeah. think there is also something to be said for actually caring about what those people care about and sure. kind of like True. setting it straight and making because a lot of people were like well, well there's just no there is no official thing there is no plan you could just say whatever right. And then now, well, it's also extremely obvious that they cooked it up after the fact, well, though, right? It was that times. wasn't the timeline when yeah. they were making it; but they weren't thinking, thinking these things. But now they are thinking about right, it. Like right. going for the, that's the mm. one thing I think this makes obvious is sure. that no new game comes out that they're not thinking about it. So Wii U, NX, Super Zelda, whatever, uh, must uh, fit in there somewhere. Right. Up what? until the time, up until the Hyrule Historia came out, the timeline is in your heart. That's, that's all right. that matters. That's right, and that game trailers thing that they spent like. $30,000 on CG to make the like Temple of Time uh, before Nintendo's like, nope, it's this, like <laughs> a couple weeks later. Um, yeah, anyway, um, in other old news, old people's news, um, John Romero made a new Doom level, apparently. Uh, really? Tech Gone Bad. Oh, yeah. 1993. Oh. He describes it as a warm up. A warm up to what? Question mark. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you haven't. You should definitely watch the Devs Play 
series by our friends at uh, Two Player Productions where yeah, uh, yeah. John Romero goes through talking about Doom. I have to say, I, I, I had respect for him uh, already, but hearing him talk about the thought and the, the, the thoughts and um, design that went into those levels is actually like really, really interesting. Um, I think there was like a two or three part series. It's, it's pretty long. Yeah, um, it's a big game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm curious what people think of the new level. There's not really uh, just come out in this story, yeah. so there's not really much uh, in terms of reaction. But um, how would you play it at this point? Is there a link to like? There are like DOS emulators. Doomwad. Yeah. yeah just to uh, you know. I was playing Duh, Doomwad. <laughs> Wolfenstein <laughs> New Order, and just randomly, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but like there's a little bit where you can play the original Wolfenstein in that. Uh, and they lay, they kind of lay it in as like a, a nightmare scene or like a hallucination thing, but it was totally trippy to go from this like hyper realistic gory yeah. game to like suddenly like oh shit I was playing this on my like uh, PC. Doom one and Doom two are still really fun. I sorry like yeah. I think they're great games. Like I mm-hmm. love playing them. I yep. wish they would like just keep putting them out as every new console generation comes out as like a download game <laughs> because I would totally play them. Just simple arcadey, you know, fun. Yeah. It'd be cool if I wonder coming up for the new Doom if they're doing like a some kind yeah of layered in promotion it, with that where they got the original Doom level designers to make some old levels or something. or like like a, a, a remake like a little I don't know an add on like a, a, a DLC map pack right for the original Doom where it's like a own little self contained story on a floppy disk it's got a floppy disk they're gonna sell some shareware Hastings and stuff they're yeah. gonna be at the supermarket checkout and it'll be there again <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome that would be awesome Doom, Doom shareware level. rise of the triad pack at the Hobby Lobby uh, oh, um, let's see uh, Mark Cerny is on a, a journey of discovery. Oh, the Mark Cerny journey. journey. His new Twitter account okay. and friend, uh, close personal friend Hideo Kojima, in tow. Um, yeah, have you guys been following the, uh, yeah. the adventures? Lots of fun. Yeah, picks. he's in Seattle now, right? Uh, they are in Seattle as we're recording this. So, uh, <laughs> we have a map in the office. office yeah, showing I mean, we're their tracking trail. him. Right. It's like the Santa well, tracker. We've adjusted it to. Uh, <laughs> Mark he's Cerny. a good. He's a good Twitterer so far. Yeah. I would say he yeah. tweets well. He's obvious he's been like following it or like probably tweeting on a secret account up until now or something because he's right. not like yeah, making rookie mistakes. Years <laughs> to sit there and, and, and learn. Well, not right. fuck five years, like eight years, nine, right, nine yeah, right. years. To, uh, very enjoying, uh, very much enjoying watching their bromance mm, blossom, <laughs> blossom <laughs> on uh, the battlefield. So, what did they say that it was like a uh, tech finding tour or something like yeah. that? You yeah. see a lot of like motion capture stuff going exactly. on, um, that kind of things. It seemed like they're visiting some different um, Sony affiliated studios so far: Sucker Punch, Sony Santa Monica, Seattle. Seattle who could it be? I mean. Ryan is in Seattle. Oh, okay. Sucker yeah, they punch. went. They Sucker did punch. see them, and they went and saw J.J. Abrams. I, they had some pictures with yeah, J.J. Abrams. Guys. Yeah, and, yeah. So it sounds like um, I mean show. they're affiliated with Sony and Mark Cerny. It makes sense that they'd be seeing yeah. like, hey, how is the West doing that stuff? That new book tie is going to look pretty good. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, the witness. <laughs> Forty dollars. Um, I think. Uh, I think we should. Uh, Sorry. debate this from both sides because I'd like to hear somebody if anybody here is on the side I, I will take the side of this is a good thing that it's $40 and it should be $40 does somebody want to take the this is uh, too expensive too much so witness for people who don't know John Blow's kind of mysterious he of braid um, oh. he, uh, mysterious new kind of puzzly yes. adventure um, did I mention this mysterious um, game coming out January 26th um, on PlayStation 4 and PC. Um, Same day? It will go live on Steam and Humble Bundle for the PC version. Humble Bundle. Uh, yeah, today for pre-orders and then PlayStation Network 
pre-orders they're not going to be able to do them for ps4 but um nice. so this is obviously getting a lot of talk because as a download title and like yeah. as a quote-unquote indie download title it's high um i think normally like 15 or 20 dollars is the norm yes however this doesn't uh, well does anybody want to take the argument on the other side well, I, I mean, <laughs> just for fun, I have something. He is he has Played said that advocate? the game is like 70, 80 hours long. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, which I mean is is a pretty to do like a hundred percent. Like I think he said you could speed run it. If you sped speed run it, it still would take like seven or eight hours. A okay. normal person, maybe like twenty to thirty. So it's a pretty like I mean, it's, it's a game. It's a game. It's a game it's, game. it's a full game. He's been working on it for seven years. Like I. Like the only difference between this and like a AAA game is the size of the team and right and the, the marketing budget. Marketing like the, budget, the proof yeah. is in the pudding, and like to me, this takes total balls to go out there and be like, this game is worth this much money yeah. just because I'm a quote unquote indie and you know my name is not Ubisoft or Capcom or whatever right. um, doesn't mean that I can't price it what it's actually worth what I think it's worth, and I think it's worth $40, and go he from can, there. He can price it whatever he wants. I mean, you know, he obviously you're going to cut off some potential audience with that, but I mean, I, I don't think it's a problem to have a, a game like that for $40, but I think it's kind of shitty that there's no physical version for a $40 game. I feel like if you're going to make me yeah. spend $40, give me something to, th- like, hmm. hold in my hands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's definitely justified at this pr- price point, but whether or not it's actually going to sell at that price point, right. I don't think so. I mean, really? not as much as it would... At like twenty five, even I, well, I, I definitely mean, agree. It's it's economy of scale, right? But it might still make more money selling less at forty sure. than it would at Could twenty, be. right? Could Is be. it going to sell less than half of what it would at twenty, at forty? Mm. And also, I would say I think that you know, ironically, it's getting a lot of buzz around this like forty dollars. Is it too expensive? Because it's right. kind of like, what is this game that sure. that? thinks that it's worth $40, and so now I think it doubles <laughs> well, the it's not pressure. really much about that anymore. Let it loose, JJ. Let it loose. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get, to that. we'll get to that. Uh, we're not there yet. Let's let's not get to that yet. Keep okay. in your pants. Um, <laughs> yes, so to speak. Hold it in. Um, but um, now you now you fucking lost my train of thought because I'm thinking <laughs> of that big fucking box bottle, bottle of piss. <laughs> What was I about to say? What was the I talking game, about? The oh, game thinks it's worth $40. Basically doubling down on reviews, I think. If now, if yeah, reviews yeah. are positive, uh, then you get even more, wow, okay, now I, I really should see what this thing is about. The early buzz is really positive. And the early buzz is very positive. And if it's negative, then it is like... It'll be Steam sale. So to me, it's just yeah. like utmost respect, because I do think that having indie games even though they're wildly different experiences all have to be priced at 15 or 20 dollars just doesn't make sense and this is as somebody who works in the industry and also buy stuff as the industry if i'm just going to be like a selfish consumer i could be like no 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 everything should be 15 dollars like right right if you know but I, i i think that more and more and even the way of thinking john where it's like i need to have a physical version i think that that is gonna be drifting away and I think like that that it is going to be a time when there are full sixty dollar games that do not have a physical version. A time pretty soon, that and that's going to be the only way that you buy them yeah. is 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 through that. And I think that's that sad. That's, that makes me sad. I think that that's okay. Well, as, as somebody who doesn't like collect stuff anymore, that's that's kind of okay with me. Mm. But I get you, and I do think it's not you're not alone in that attitude mm. where it's like I just don't think of. 
digital games that are not AAA things that have a physical version, whether I buy it or not, as things that are more than you know twenty or thirty bucks. I do think it's interesting that he's skipped the like thirty thing and went kind of right yeah, to forty. Me too. There's not cause... a lot of thirty dollar examples either, but I do think that this this intrigues me in another sense because it's like okay. This is somebody really saying this thing is worth it. Yeah. Like this is a real like super premium experience. This is not. This is worth more than the other things you're getting for fifteen Maybe he's or twenty bucks. Well, well and he is, but I mean that's sure not the is. way to. That's not. This is not a money grab. Like this right, is not right. a bald money grab because, like you were saying, he would sell way more at twenty, and so it is kind of a calling a shot. It's a super risky thing. If you want to do a safe money grab, this is not what you do yeah. at yeah. all. Like this is super ballsy. So like. Say what you want about about uh, John Blow and his um, questionable piss containers <laughs> and whatever <laughs> happening on Twitter. So yeah, if you don't know, you should just check out his Twitter account. This yeah. is as we're recording this, people are talking about it. It's probably going to be like a joke as of about five minutes from now. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he had an interesting <laughs> uh, device he was talking about using P-jar. as he as he uh, crunched for. For the witness, but I mean that that game was this game has been in the works for forever. Yeah, I think someone said seven years, and he poured all of his own money into it. Um, <laughs> poured so that's, right. that's what I thought you were going. There there you poured go. all of his, yeah, poured it all over this game. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so nobody, I was, I'm disappointed. I was hoping that this could be an impassioned debate I mean, back and forth about based on what I remember seeing footage from like PlayStation experience and things like that back in the day like whatever the PlayStation 4 like uh, release event was like I don't know if that game I would pay forty dollars for. It's I'm, missed, basically. I'm me. skeptical well, of the selling power at forty. Hey, missed was fifty dollars, buddy, back in the day. Back in <laughs> and that was that was sixty dollars. Now it's hot garbage too. But <laughs> I mean, there's a market for that. People enjoy that experience in VR, for example. This I would get my ears perk up a little bit. But like forty bucks to you know play like for example you know what are these you know walking simulators with a little puzzle thrown in there. Mm-hmm. For me, I would be much more, you know, at a $20, maybe 17 at a PlayStation Plus discount. Well, you I'm, give it a I'm shot. on board. Yeah, I'm definitely okay. on a wait and see. I'm going to take yeah, my question back to you is if you read if you read a bunch of reviews that yes. are like, holy shit. Everybody's gone to Rapture, for example. When I heard, you know, I read all the reviews about, you know, people like crying and people, this thing is like, <laughs> you know, the stories are so it was deep. It a then, religious experience. It, exactly. I was reborn at the completion of this game. I was like, I want to see that. You right. Know? And yeah. Did it 17 to 20. I still haven't finished it. Oh, okay. So now it's all on the reviews, which hopefully yeah. will be coming out, if not today. Excuse right. me, because the game comes out on the 26th, then, you know, we'll have to be coming out soon. Uh, very, very soon. I Monday. think I'm going to get it. Um, it's not, I wasn't even interested in it, but now I'm kind of like... See, I it's do, working. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's different for me, though, because, I mean, we work in the industry. For me, it's, right. and it's like half research in a way. You've had but to I, in a jug. But, <laughs> right, I know, I know I've been there. No, I have not been there. <laughs> okay. I would never be there. But um, I do want to try it, so I'll try it out and tell you all if it's worth $40. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'll look forward to that next podcast. Um... Uh, in very very happy news, um, yes. Bloodstained. They've been uh, they released some new screenshots of Bloodstained, which looks, looks so amazing. good. Beautiful. It's so looks good. Like wow. Game. Yeah. It looks great. I'm so happy for them. I love Iga. I love Inti. Yeah, I love man. you. It's That's... that Iga. It's that, it's that Iga difference, man. Iga means everything. That is super exciting. I mean, it sounds like you know it is Unreal Four now, and I guess Inti creates is getting more the hang of it. They're incorporating. Uh, user feedback too, which is really cool. Yeah. On like the, I love how the they're asking yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's it's just really cool what they're doing, and great to see the game look so awesome. So there's just screenshots of the uh, main character. Is it Miriam? What is her name again? Yeah, um, running through a, 
environment right now, which mm-hmm. looks very super Castlevania, but mm-hmm. not not super Castlevania, but very <laughs> right. Castlevania esque, um, supremely Castlevania. Yeah. And uh, there's no enemies or anything like that yet, but uh, but yeah, so far so good. I love so, it. Yeah, super. Looks great. And the super internet is wrong. That. One one is the best combination, not oh. three three. Shots fired. Screw your cell shading. Shots fired. Looks better. Other shots fired. Palmer Lucky uh, on the very has the very controversial uh, opinion that Virtual Boy might have been some kind of Flying mistake. In the face. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, he was saying that uh, he's saying it doesn't qualify as uh, true VR. I don't know. This headline is that it hurt the VR industry, but that seems. Who asked that question? Was, like, was what? There, was there, ask me anything. I mean, I don't know. He's it was just on saying Reddit. it wasn't. Oh, it didn't okay. have head tracking. It, it was an AMA on yeah. Reddit. I see. Yeah. Um, it's a real shame, too, because the association with Virtual Boy with VR hurt the industry in the long run. I mean, it was called Virtual Boy, I guess. So, um, Sure. Yeah, and he was saying it did have the first LED display in the consumer device, though. Probably the best contrast of any display up to that point. Um, that is true. Yeah. That is a true fact. So, yeah. Wow. As opposed to truth. a false fact. Yeah. Spitting fact. truth. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's kind of right. Virtual reality, like, pretty much died with the Virtual Boy. I mean, it's I mean, not. It I don't think it died because time, of the Virtual Boy. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the Virtual Boy. Like yeah, I don't think it was, yeah. it was one of the nails, though, in the the coffin. It was. I, was, tiny coffin. I would. Say I would agree with that. Yeah, like, it no, happened at nobody, the time because Sega was like, "Yeah, we're going to come out with our virtual right. thing too," and like virtuality, and there was that uh, fucking Denzel Washington movie. Did you guys have one of those places in the mall where you could yeah, play yes. virtual reality? But yeah. it's, it's Dactyl still Nightmare, dude. It's it was awful. I, there was, was so a boxing bad. game. I liked the boxing it was, game. They were terrible. I mean, um, I think ultimately that's why VR died, is because it sucked. I mean, because Virtual Boy, you kind of would have, it had to have become a mass market thing for people to even, like, outside of us to even know what that was, probably, you know? And, like, right. it didn't never even get there, so. Uh, Amazon Prime, now, public service announcement, uh, members now get 20% off game pre-orders. They need to do that releases. shit in Japan, man. Oh, they never will. Impressive. Uh, it's awesome. 100 bucks a year. A lot of people though talking about that the Best Buy program is still better. I guess really? they, do, they do something similar. Amazon yeah. Japan now gives you unlimited storage for photos mm. if you're a Prime member. By the way, so that's that's uh, and just back to the game thing. That's um, pre-orders on new releases. Uh, FYI, um, Microsoft acquired the rights to Minecraft Education Edition. I have no idea why this is in the news. That we had like ten news. Items. Fascinating. We're all old people. What's man? going on in Minecraft educational edutainment news people this week? With, people with kids Tune in care about next day yeah. play to find out. I remember edutainment? I like um, edutainment. Sega 3D. So finally, uh, the big Sega classic news, which yes. everyone's been waiting for. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, 3D Classics Collection coming to 3DS in the Americas April 26th. It will cost $30. Uh, nine classic games, four of which have never been released on the 3DS before, and two of which never released outside Japan. Those two are Power Drift, which I actually like. Power game. Drift, I have fun game. had the opportunity to play a full moving Power Drift cabinet. Which is awesome. And it was yeah, amazing. It's really good. Yeah. Was people don't know, you're kind of in a in a go-kart that fully tilts. Yeah. And in the game, you're going up a lot of, like, a suspended, uh, what would you call them? Like, uh... What goes, like, hills, road. and when you turn, like, the whole thing moves. It's like, yeah. full complete movement. It's it pretty cool. amazing. Um, and then Puyo Puyo 2. In, yes. in original Japanese, not translated at all. Oh, the best well, of the original go. Puyo Puyos, by the way. Uh, yeah. And not on the 3DS before is Maze Walker, originally designed for the Sega Scope 3D glasses on the Sega Master System. Oh, wow. Wow. That is kind of crazy. I want um, that. I'm going to get that. These guys do do good stuff with this with these games, Yeah, though, those, right? those are all really M2, good right? ports. Doesn't yeah. M2 do the ports? They're yes, like the they kings do. of that stuff. So previously, these were all like download titles, basically. Yeah. And now they're 
collected and put onto right. There, cards. there's a couple of series, a couple of them in Japan already, like mm-hmm. like collections basically. But this is one of the ones that's already out here. Cool. Uh, the other titles, we don't have a full list of titles here, but uh, I see Sonic on the cover, so presumably there's some Sonic something or other. Who cares? Good times. <laughs> oh, it's all, it's all, we're all about the exclusive Sonic stuff, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? Um, so I guess that's about it. We could sit here and talk about uh, NX speculation for another hour or two. But uh, Badger talk. Why don't we wrap it a little short uh, this <laughs> week? And uh, we have some special guests lined up for yes. the coming weeks. Uh, so Kevin Gifford couldn't make it this episode That's because right. he scheduled his trip in a really awful way. Sorry. How dare he? <laughs> How, How dare, dare he go have fun skiing exactly. at the best time of the year <laughs> to actually ski? Dare. Yeah. How dare he? Yeah, did we promise that last episode? We did. We might have. So, oh. apologies from me who JJ's actually fault. said it. Um, but, um, yeah, next episode's gonna be gonna be huge. Yep. Huge. Gonna be big. No, it'll be, yeah, we have some uh, some good fun guests coming up, but we won't spoil the, uh, the other ones. But, um, until then... Where can people go to find us or talk about us or tell their friends where to find us? You can us? go to our website at 8-4.jp. Um, we have our second home, giantbomb.com. You can find our thread on NeoGAF. Just search for 8-4-Play. And uh, we have a Twitter at 8-4-Play. We also have a Facebook if you're into Hook that. Hook it up. Uh, yeah, but uh, my Twitter is SPRSK. Like it. Use those new... Those new yeah icons. Use the love one. I yeah, like the love oh, one. the good good choice. How annoying is it love that now it's like so and so reacted to you instead of they don't say like how many Can't people liked how? your thing. They oh, all really? they say they use react. It's like uh, it's like bad localization now. It's I like, like almost never <laughs> ever post on twenty Facebook, people reacted so, yeah, to your even. post. It's like oh what did they spaz it's where, out? It's like where the pictures of my kids go. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I am at Mark McD on I'm Twitter at Django Bengo. I am at John TV at Kotori. Colin yeah. is at Colin now. Oh yeah. yes, at Colin now two L's. I mean, I am at two N's. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks as always for listening. And uh, until two weeks from now, who wants to do the honors? Do you guys want to hear my uh, my VR game pitch? Okay. Okay. So you sound surprised that I said okay. I, well, I, 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 so what it is is that you're you're like this guy and you're running you're through Robin this, Hood. You're like no, you're running through this wheat field, right? And like. So you're wearing the glasses and this weed is like coming, you know, you're running really fast. You've got like this blaster in your hand. And behind Soul. you, I already bought it. The, behind you, <laughs> behind you, there are these Weed runners 3D. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. This is just the beginning. Behind you, there are these like there's marauders. More? Yeah, yeah. There's these marauders guys and they're like screaming at you like, <laughs> and like, you know, you can look behind you and you'll see them and you can shoot at them and stuff like are that. Are so, still in the wheat? Yeah, you're still in the wheat. Okay. And okay. you're running and you're running and all of a sudden, you look, are they taller than you, the wheat? The wheat is like maybe like shoulder height. So you're like really going through it and you so i only hear the guys behind you it. can so hear well you can look, you can look and yeah. see like their like their pitchforks and stuff like oh, that. okay above the wheel but anyways you're running you're running and then you look over to the left and it's falcor from the never-ending story and he goes "Atreyu, you get on and then you just you like <laughs> you take the dog no 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 well, yeah the dog dragon all right, okay. all right dog and, dragon. and you and you, and you and you take your like vr controllers and you reach over and grab on and yeah. then you get on falcor and then he goes, "Here we go!" And then, <laughs> and then, does it need the never-ending story license, or can it be like just look like? It's like palette swap. It d- depends. It depends on if we get the money. All right. Um, and uh, and then, so it's Kickstarter written all over it. Exactly. So I wouldn't worry about the money. And so when you get on, he goes, "Here we go!" And then, <laughs> and then the music from Never-Ending Story, Bastion's Happy Flight, not the Kachagugu song. Yeah. Comes on. And it's like, and then it starts playing. And, and Jingo, we're gonna put this on in the background. He starts. You know, you get on and you hold on tight with both of your hands. And he like just takes off, 
and like you can feel like the wind in your hair and you can look down and see the the marauders in there they're standing there like oh you motherfucker you know what i mean <laughs> and so and like you're going and then like in front of you there's this uh there's this canyon and you fly into the canyon mm. afterburner yeah like afterburner and then you're like twisting and turning and then you know, uh, enemy ships come down and start attacking you, and you've got to shoot them. And you're like, shoot, 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 shoot. They're coming out in front of you. Do you have a gun? You have a, you have that gun. I said at the beginning, okay. you have like a little uh, shooter. Gotcha. And so you're gotcha. like shooting them, and while you're holding on the Falcor, and then uh, and then you look behind you, and they're behind you too. So you're like shooting, and you're shooting and shooting, and then Falcor goes like, "Hey, hold on, watch out!" And then you turn around, and then there's this like overpass. Dialogue is brilliant. This, <laughs> tell me, this is the best. And there's this, like this rock overpass coming at you, like you know, 100 miles an hour, and you yeah. got to get it, it. It's like coming at you, and you can't do anything. So you you lean back in your VR. Yeah, like, lean back, lean back, and it like goes over you, and you just like just miss it. And then once you get out of there, you can see the e- ending, you know, like the, the opening for the canyon. But on the other side, there's like a an, a big, huge like assortment of enemy ships. And you're like, oh fuck, what am I to do? I can't. I got this like little blaster, and then Falco goes like, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> and like they're like, fuck their shit up. Yeah, they're they're shooting at you, and like Falco's like dodging and doing all these tricks around the blasters, and like the canyons going by you like a million miles per hour, and just as you're about to get to the armada of ships, your alarm goes off. No, Falco goes, hold, hold on, on. <laughs> and yeah, he does that a lot, and. and he like dips down and like this there's this waterfall and you're like going down this waterfall and then just like water's rushing beside you and like the wind is blowing and like all the ships are just like what the fuck just happened and then you like fly into a forest and that's the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. It sounds like a five year old's dream. <laughs> it sounds like a five year old dream. Wouldn't that be fun though? Is this did your kid have a dream and tell you <laughs> no, about it? No. This is JJ's dream. This since is just five. The things I think. I was waiting fun. for the surprise ending where like Yu Suzuki goes down on a cloud yeah, or something. Exactly. Right? No, but the it would just going off. It, like well, one. it would lead into another level where you're in the forest and stuff like that. It's a Panzer Dragoonish, yeah. never ending story. Think all right, it. all right, internet, make that, make it happen, please. Kickstart it, kickstart it. We only need one line of dialogue coming Falco. soon. <laughs> Very cheap license for. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the game? Hold on. The name of the game. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I've had several dreams the last few hours, the last few days. Yeah. It, and they're strange, but I'm, I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> but, well, but uh, you know, I saw in a dream in the future. I do not know the time. Young people, I would say teenagers, maybe. Wow. Maybe 20-year-olds. That's right. Yeah. And they were, they were crying. 
Wow, I love that. You know, <laughs> things are going to get so bad soon. Do you understand what I'm saying at all? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. You knew. I, I think I told you about it yesterday. They were crying. Yeah, that one scares me. Young people. Wow. They were crying. Yes. So is that why you're saying that, that this what what Jim is saying was there was that he said he saw he has it written down here for us the producers do I saw Jim is saying he saw you saw in your dream your visions what what. Jim is saying was there was that he said he saw young people crying. He has it written down here for us. Jim is saying he saw you saw in your dream your vision. Young people crying. That this what what perilous what, times what, are coming. What, perilous times are coming. You say Jim, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Well, tell that to God. That's a God line. If I made it up, it's really dumb. Wow, that's good. We need to prepare. I love that. I saw young people, and they were they were crying. They were crying. Jim is saying he saw young people crying. I saw Jim is saying he saw you saw in your dream your vision. Young people crying. Come, was time of great confusion. 